0: Hi everyone, this is Ben again, and uh, welcome to this special episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. So this is a new series we're doing on the podcast called The Singer Spotlight. And in these uh, spotlights, we're going to meet and hear from singers who have learned with Jamie and who've gone on to get amazing results and do great things with their voices. And I am very thrilled and very grateful to have with us Ryan Wall, um ryan joined the vendera vocal academy a while back and to be fair he has worked his tail off and taken it very seriously worked really hard and he has got incredible results with his voice and at the start of the podcast um our normal audio intro wasn't there instead you heard a a clip of ryan singing so he's freaking awesome one of my favorite singers so anyway hey ryan how's it going Hey Benny, thanks for having me on, dude. This is super cool. I really appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm so yeah. thrilled to have you on here. Um, and so, for those who don't know, we actually did singer spotlights ages ago um, on Jamie Vendero's website, um, on on YouTube, Google Hangouts, and uh, yep. and those are still up right now, I think. Uh, we might edit those and use them for something else, but I wanted I wanted to get back into these because I love hanging out and talking with. Uh, you know the actual singers so I was hoping to get on those uh those original ones but I guess I wasn't
1: good enough yet but oh. <laughs> <laughs> no but <laughs> well, I'm so I mean, excited to be here man so yeah, yeah you
0: yeah you you've just been freaking awesome so like holy so crap.
1: yeah if you, if you don't know about me I guess my name is Ryan Wall. I'm singing a bunch of uh sort of metal uh singing stuff and i mainly do a lot of hard rock hard metal singing with like grid and high notes and just all around. Um, I'm originally from Huntington Beach, California, which is Surf City, California, so you wouldn't expect someone to come out of there with a with a metal
0: gnarly <laughs> expertise, dude. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it comes from, dude. I'm gnarly, man. But, uh, oh my no. I remember the first time I heard you say <laughs> gnarly. I was like, oh my god, such a surfer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, it's, it's funny because I, I used to, I never, I mean, I surfed, I tried to surf, but... It's hard out there. The waves are crazy. So, I mean, it's not for everyone, but...
0: i never surfing. surfing everyone else did it. it.
1: I, yeah, you got to try it. I mean, it's it's not for everyone. I, I, I stayed inside when I was in high school. Everyone was surfing, but... No, I mean, I came out of Huntington Beach. Um, I don't know. I got into singing pretty pretty late on, but I remember as a kid, you know, everyone... Usually everyone. Even, you, you have some sort of vocal ability when you're younger. And... Mm-hmm. I remember discovering some crazy ability when I was 10 years old where I could scream extremely high notes, maybe in like the higher soprano ranges at extremely loud volumes. And I would kind of impress people with this ability. And I would Hmm. do it almost, and it would be the most annoying thing. Everyone would put their hands on their ears like it was this crazy screaming noise. And I'm sure if I knew about wine glasses when I was 10 years old, I would have tried to break them. But I didn't know about wine glasses then. <laughs> that's when after I met Jamie. So, um, yeah, right, no, that's cool. right. That's yeah, that's where I pretty much I started singing. Well, one of my favorite bands is Pain of Salvation. I, the singer there is Daniel Gildenloan. He's he's from Sweden. Extremely good songwriter. Extremely good vocalist. Extremely good. He can play drums. He can play guitar. He can do everything. And his discography is amazing. That's my favorite band. I also love I mean, I got into like like Finnish metal and like folk metal when I was in high school, like like fin Troll and Moon Sorrow and Encephirum and Winter Sun and stuff that I that have like a huge background in that sort of stuff as well.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go check yeah. some of those bands out. Um, yeah, they're they're really a, fun. It's a good thing a good you, I'm recording this because I'm gonna go like <laughs> go listen back to this and, mm-hmm. and like write down all of those down and check them out. So when did you really kind of start taking singing a bit more seriously and decide to pursue it? I was doing a lot of music,
1: like a lot of just instrumental music with guitar. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play guitar. But I wasn't that good at it. And I like to write songs like really. Oh, I really do like to write songs a lot. But at a certain point, I'm like, we need to start singing. So I did. I bought a microphone and I was going to try and do screaming stuff. Like, I think everyone sort of thinks about that at some point, like maybe I'll just start right. screaming or something. Right. And I, I started doing that and I asked to sing on this guy's music named Kevin Suter. I I found him through one of my friends on the internet and I really liked his music. It was kind of like, it's kind of the new up and coming gent thing that was happening. This was around 2011 and I started singing on that and I, I said, hey dude, can I sing on your music? And he said, of course. And I sang on it and he didn't really like the screaming stuff as much as so he liked the singing so I got into it in that way, and I'm like, oh, maybe the maybe this the singing works and maybe I can actually do this. So that then I took almost like a long time to record that first album. It's called Transcode by Warp Prism. That's when I first started taking it seriously. Me and him did a lot more stuff together, but along the you know, when you first start singing, people start to tell you all these weird things like you sing too quiet, like, oh wow, you sing really quiet, but maybe that's the way you're supposed to do it but it gets in your head like, oh, maybe am I, am I supposed to sing loud? Am I supposed to sing quiet? I was pretty much uncoached at that point. And that's when you get into the whole YouTube, like disgusting YouTube world of definitely how to sing on YouTube. And it's 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 pretty wild what people are saying on there. And so that was that kind of disillusioned me in a, a lot. But I was really into singing. I would sing, I mostly got into singing. So I discovered when I was you know, in, in college I would drive up and down from Southern California, Northern California, and I would sing the entire time, and it takes about six hours to drive up and down the coast, and you hit these sort of vocal vocal breakthroughs of just um, singing for that period of time, you pretty much get really tired at a certain point, and and at that point I was not using the correct technique, my voice would be burning sometimes, but I still noticed that my voice would go to a different place, I think with singing whenever you sing you you kind of gain something and you lose something at the same time. When you sing when you sing correctly you get tired which you're putting the energy in a place where you're you're making your muscles tired. But if you sing in the wrong place you'll hurt your voice physically like it'll Correct. it'll make this burning sensation on your vocal cords. So that's something you definitely want to avoid. However, at that point I was like all macho man and thought, "Oh, my voice is burning. I don't care." And so then I went to record an album in 2012, I think, and I actually recorded it in the back of a car, and that was interesting. But and you, it sucked not being able to stand up or anything. But at the same time, it was it was pretty it, it was cool to be in a car.
0: You know, you're isolated. That's, that's, I know, a, I know. that's an interesting yeah. turn of events. Like, <laughs> tell yeah. us a little bit about how you ended up recording in the back of a car.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if you get a laptop and you get a uh, an interface, you can just plug the interface into the laptop. And get your microphone and just sit in the back seat and go for it. Like, close the doors. And it's like a little <laughs> vocal booth. So, hey, it worked for me at the time. I would never do that ever again because I... The first reason I wouldn't do it is because I f- think cars sound terrible with a microphone inside of a car. So I wouldn't do it for that reason. Um, also, you
0: can't stand up, which is... It's just kind of a buzzkill. So, no, dude. That, anyways. So that's, that's cool. Like, so not only... Like so Jamie is always going on about how people should practice in their cars and a bunch of you are like, ah, I can't practice in the car but you like recorded an album in the car like, holy cow <laughs> that's like a whole other step <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, so I mean maybe I was I was familiar with the car practicing thing before it, it, Jamie right. even talked about it. but um yeah, I, I did end up recording an album in that car and I have to admit I was following some advice from different coaches. A multitude of different ones and they all kind of conflicted with each other and I didn't really know what to think and my mind was kind of a mess and I just knew like oh I wanted him have this hard metal sound on the record and it came through at the end but at the end of that record I swear to God I was in a state of losing my voice where I've I've never been so scared in my entire life I I would go to sing and 15 minutes in I could I would lose my voice for the entire day this was in 2012 early 2013. And it was scary because I was trying to do vocal rest. I was trying to f- do all these other things. And in my sort of despair, I went back to the whole YouTube vocal coaching thing. And I found a hangout of Jamie doing a hangout. It was it was like an hour long video of Jamie doing a hangout. And I was like, okay, let's see what this one is about. And I, as soon as he started talking about his technique and what it means, I was completely blown away. And I bought his book immediately because it made complete sense to me. And so then I, I bought his book, read it, and I was on the I was already on my way back on that first time I found that hangout. And I started doing falsetto sl- slides, and the first time I did a falsetto slide, it was the breathiest, airiest thing. It didn't, <laughs> barely had a note. I couldn't go past some note, but I worked and worked and worked at it. I wanna see if I'm doing this correctly. I got a lesson with Jamie. He has an interesting way of teaching, where he kind of tricks you into like singing different notes, singing yes, higher notes than you yes. ever thought you could sing. So he did that. It blew me away, and actually, I never looked back after that. And I kept doing Jamie's stuff, his you know his vo- ultimate vocal workout, um, you know, warm up. Sorry, in the shower where you're
0: doing you know stress release exercises like vocal yoga while you're singing. <laughs> so actually, so the Hangouts, for those who aren't familiar, I just want to let some of our listeners know. So um, we have these Hangouts where it's normally, it's like a group lesson, basically, and uh, it's kind of a QA and a sort of question and answer uh, environment. And we do these as part of the Vendera Vocal Academy. And so, you know, people get on. We normally have them once a month, sometimes twice a month. And uh, Jamie's on there and we just do questions, answers, you know, if someone has a problem with an exercise or, you know, wants to demonstrate something for Jamie me and get feedback that's what those are so we have a couple of those on YouTube and I'm actually thinking here in the near future I'll put some more up so but that's that's the hangout thing so Ryan give us sort of almost like a a before and after like what were the yeah. issues so, you were facing to start and mm-hmm. then after you know a couple lessons reading Jamie's book what were you able to do with your voice
1: so at the, at the point that I found Jamie I had already recorded uh, I think three or four four albums maybe three albums but at that point i didn't know how to support my voice and it fell apart like i said so at that point i was pretty done i thought that this was it like i'm not going to sing anymore and so it, you can think of someone with a someone with a small range you know i must have had less than an octave at that point it just kind of if you don't do it if you don't work if you don't use it it goes away and especially right. in that way when you're when you're burning your vocal cords every night and you can't talk you, you lose it. So at this point, I've hit some notes after doing after going through Jamie's entire system, I've hit notes that I just can't even understand that I can even do that. Here's the major here's a major thing. Like I said, my voice was burning after I was singing. I haven't felt that I can't remember the last time I felt that even doing intense grit, it doesn't hurt. It's almost like you have to push through this to this point where you finally get to that place where your voice doesn't Burn anymore after singing, and you can just sing for as long. Like the at the time, I realized that I can sing for as long as I want was the most liberating feeling I've ever felt, and it's a it's a crazy feeling. And I I believe everyone should feel that in their in their life. You know, I I recorded two albums in late 2015. Um, I've had some life difficulties recently, so I haven't been able to record any more music. But I have new stuff coming out soon. But on those two albums, I am very proud of what I did. I I hit like a soprano C on the first note. Our first uh, song. And I've I hit just high notes throughout the entire album, you know, confidently. And I've hit like weird like low notes that I think are cool and screaming and regular mid range singing. And I and I think Jamie's overall thing it helped it helped focus me in a way where I could I was always a bad lyricist too, and I'm I'm not saying Jamie's like gonna make you a better lyric writer, but you know, I, I feel like I, he helped me get through just making what I wanted to make. By freeing my voice, he also freed my ability to do what I wanted in a way so yeah Yeah, dude dude,
0: that's awesome like uh just just hearing your story of i actually this is the first time i've heard that uh heard your story and so it's really cool to uh you know to hear kind of what you've been through and that's that's one of the things that you you mentioned um you can sing or talk or whatever as long as you want if you have good technique you can do it as long as you want without hurting yourself or burning out or wearing out or getting tired and i remember the first time i heard that I, I that was just like so mind-boggling like what really um yeah <laughs> you know it's so, so cool I, yeah it really is because um, people people don't get that yeah i mean they so, lose their voice uh, let's i actually want to talk a little bit more about you and your music so tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about uh some of the albums you put out and the bands you're in and stuff you're working on
1: yeah, so like I said, the the first band I was in was called Warp Prism, and we saw that from a video game. It's like a unit in a video game called Starcraft. <laughs> so we, I mean, that was a little unoriginal, and but anyways, I I, I think that band is really cool. It's mainly it was all the music was mainly written by my friend Kevin Suter, who lives in Florida. I live in California, so it was kind of like we did made music over the internet, which, which was awesome. kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, actually, that you can even do that. I mean, it's it's a little detached, but, hey, I love that guy. He's we. I feel like every single time I've ever sang on his song, it's just always clicked into place. Like, we have a chemistry, even though we're halfway across the continent, you know, we're on the other side of the continent. Right. Uh, continent, right, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> country. <laughs> well, I guess continent. Well, it's kind, of, kind of both. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: both. Con-trontinent.
0: Um Controntinent. But anyway...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Then I, I have my own project called Radwall, which is something I'm proud of. I'm working on it. It's kind of this thing where it's almost like a story. Each album is kind of like a different story, a different atmosphere. And I have one album out right now. It's called Radioactive Noise. I released it in August of 2015. And I'm really proud of all the songs on there. I think it's a cool thing. It took me a long time to make it. Um, it's just my vision of what I think music would be cool um, I don't have a live band together We moved from Northern California to Southern California For work and it kind of um, I kind of like had to kind of remake different friends And I don't know have anyone to play my music with me So I'm kind of in and out of different projects But uh, yeah, the Warp Prism The last album we did was uh, the album Anima as well I did that directly after the Radioactive Noise And I'm really proud of that album as well um, has some crazy, weird stuff in it, just super long notes, super gritty. Like, s- one song is just completely screaming craziness. And that's something I'm into is just making it as wild as you can because if you can do it, why not? I don't know. I think right. if you, no, and you, totally and you can agree. make it
0: sound good. Yeah. I have listened to the radioactive noise so i i think uh you posted on facebook whenever you released it it's been a while mm-hmm. but i think yeah, you posted it's so it on much- facebook and then i went and i checked it out and i listened to the first song you have on here and it just blew me away like oh my gosh so i like listened to the whole thing <laughs> like twice just <laughs> listen oh, you, like man. oh dude it's so good um That's so cool all right, so I want to give our listeners some, something to, to use. So let's go into a few tips. Give us a few okay. tips, ideas, concepts um, that you find helpful or that you think would be good for people who are still kind of on the path of getting their voice where they want it. Yeah,
1: I mean, if uh, I, I would say for a new singer, I mean, it depends on where you're at in singing. If you're a brand new singer... I would definitely just get into singing on pitch, you know, sing with a keyboard and sing that note first of all. So hit an E and sing an E, you know, and see and if you can do that, okay, you're in a gr- you're in a great spot. And then I would see how your loud notes sound and how your quiet notes sound. Are you when you're singing with a with a loud voice, is it hurting you? And if you're singing with a quiet voice, is it super breathy and super airy? Because you need you need your your tiny notes to be really, really. I mean, your quiet notes to be really tiny sounding, like a mouse is singing them. Exen- essentially, and your loud, your loud notes need to have a lot of support behind them and whatnot. So it's crazy how many things can be learned. People think that vibrato can't be learned and all this stuff, and you can't scream, and it's gonna you. If you scream, you like all this stuff about Kurt Cobain having bad technique and stuff, and it's like I don't know. I just I don't see it. Um, so I would say there's lots of cool stuff. You could just do vibrato exercises if you don't know what that is. It's just You just go up chromatically from like an E to an F, E to an F, E, F, E, F, E, F. And you can do that if you just put a scale on, a vibrato scale on for for maybe like 30 minutes. You can just instantly get vibrato. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen to everyone. But in my experience, if you just focus on something and do it over and over again, you'll get it super fast. So I think just don't give up. And if your voice hurts, then I would say stop whatever you're doing. (laughs) That's something I just... When I was younger, I wish I knew as well. Don't don't keep singing if your voice is hurting, like literally hurts your vocal cords. So that's that's my those are my tips.
0: No, yeah, so so you're right. Let's start out with trying to assess where we are. Can we sing on pitch? Can we sing with proper support? Can we sing without using too much air? If not, those are sort of foundational things that we have to fix, yeah, and then you know as as we get those taken care of, then we can really look at uh, you know improving the range, improving tone, and actually um one of my pet peeves, my personal pet peeves, is the oh, you either have it or you don't. And that <laughs> and so many people say that about like everything. They say it about vibrato, they say it about ability to sing in general, they say it about yeah. just everything. And it's nonsense. It's a skill. You it can learn nonsense. how to sing, you can learn vibrato, you can learn grit, you, you can learn all of these things. And so it just Oh it makes me so mad it's, when yeah. It's go crazy ahead.
1: because Everyone has like a really expensive guitar almost in their, on their body already And if you learn how to play that guitar, you're gonna sound like Like Van Halen, you know, yeah, (laughs) so so that's all you have to do is just work on it And there's tons of tips Honestly that I learned from Jamie you can just go look up Jamie's stuff and it's great so I mean but I I mean I've made my own you know everyone when you sing for this long and it's, it especially took me a long time. I remember after that period when I lost my voice till now, it's not like it took four years, but there was a period of six months or five months or something where I would sing five to six days a week in my car, five, six days a week in my car, every single time go do all my exercises with a with warm up in the beginning, all my exercises, then sing for twice as long as I was doing exercises. And because I wanted it, I really wanted to sing well. I wanted to sing with grit. I wanted to learn how to do special things. And it takes a crazy amount of effort. It takes a crazy amount of effort. And and I still and I still think like, oh, I need a lot. I need some work on there, you know, because that's just the human condition. You're always going to want more, need more. So,
0: right. But yeah, it's no, fun, man. <laughs> uh, no, dude. Like, so 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 you're right. Like you want it, so you do it. You know. Yeah. And like, that's, if you don't yeah, want yeah. it.
1: If you right. don't want it, it's not going to come. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, and and you you were training hard. Um. And but that doesn't mean it has to physically hurt. You know. You can you can practice. You can sing without like losing your voice. And if you're mm-hmm. kind of starting to lose your voice, you know, if you're feel feeling physical pain, that's a clue that maybe something isn't happening right, maybe you need to, I mean, for I, I yeah. notice mostly what it is, the the most common things that singers do wrong is they tense their neck, um, or they use too much air, those yep. are like the two biggest things that I see yeah. that people do wrong, or not, not properly supporting, and I mean, if you, if you can get those, like that just saves so much, you, you can sing forever.
1: Yeah, you have to treat singing as a, a physical exercise you right you put i remember when i recorded anima i was like sweating i was putting so much of myself i was just i didn't have much on me but everything that i had i was giving if in that way it makes sense you know yeah i think anyone can sing it you you don't have to be buff per se and you don't have to be like a marathon runner to sing it right. would probably help but i think anyone can sing if you if you have this attitude of like i I need to do this and it's going to sound awesome. So, yeah, yeah man.
0: definitely. I appreciate the, the ideas and tips you've shared. And uh, we, we've had some talks before. We'll probably have you on some future podcasts uh, to give That'd additional tips and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Before we wrap up here, uh, tell us a little bit about how singers can go, um, hear more of your music, check out the projects you're working on, you know, give us some websites, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so um, you can go check out my music at ryanwall.net. I have a personal website called radwall.com where I'm updating all. I'm just doing blog posts, do little stories on there, and I do album updates and whatnot. And then I do have um, a vocal coaching website coming out soon, but I don't know when it's going to get started, probably in the next month or two, but it's going to be called singlikeafreak.com. So maybe by the time this is out, we we well it's gonna be out before then. But hopefully you guys will check it out by then. But um, then you can also go to music.warpmetal.us. That's where Warp Prism is at to listen to all the that music. I would say Warp Prism is more on the metal side, and the Ryanwall.net stuff is more on just what my envision of what music music is to me. So
0: yeah, yeah no, that's cool. So and actually on Ryanwall.net. Uh, if you go to ryanwall.net, there is, uh, you have the album, Radioactive Noise, there for people to check out, and you have some other stuff, like, it's cool, so I recommend for sure check out ryanwall.net if you want to see more of the stuff uh, that Ryan's recorded, and then also, um, you know, so you're you're working on, uh, you know, starting up as a vocal coach, which is awesome, and uh, actually Jamie and I, I think, uh, I don't know if it's out yet, I have to go back and check the podcast release schedule but one thing jamie and i do is we're cool with other coaches you know like there are a lot of singers out there and a lot of people could use help and from my interactions with you ryan i know that you know your stuff and so mm-hmm. um you know i would recommend singers uh who are interested you can hit up ryan uh for lessons if that's something you're interested mm-hmm. in um, yeah of course yeah so anyway um well i guess let's go ahead and wrap this up uh, appreciate you being on the podcast with us ryan and do uh, you great. have any anything else you'd like to say as we uh, close? Thanks for letting me uh, talk my head off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. This is always that fun. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we'll have more opportunities in the future. Um, I hope uh, all of our listeners, you enjoyed this particular podcast. If you did, just uh, let us know. You can email us. You can leave a review. And we're going to do more Singer Spotlight Uh, podcasts in the near future and then also you can check out the podcast website singbetterfast.com you can find the post with Ryan Wall and then we have some links to his uh, websites from there Um, and also if you're not on the Sing Better Fast notification list you can go to the website singbetterfast.com and join the email notification list and we will let you know whenever we release a new podcast episode well, I guess that's it. So actually, instead of the closing audio that we normally use for the podcast, I actually want to put some more of Ryan's stuff. So here in a little bit, you're not going to hear a little drummer guitar riff thing. Instead, you're going to hear Ryan uh, singing like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Thanks, All right, Ryan. Thanks, Benny. And, yep, this was a lot of fun, and we'll see you in the next Sing Better Fast podcast. Recognize-